Um, last time we discussed the why a person should not rely on his wealth. One of the reasons he said was because maybe you'll lose it. <clears throat> um, maybe you'll lose your wealth. Maybe you won't even be able to benefit from your wealth even if you don't lose it. And even if you don't lose it and you could benefit from it, but actually it could even bring about your downfall because it could bring along challenges that you maybe didn't expect that only came as a result of the wealth. Um, the more we learned to pray last week, the more um, property or things that a person has, the more concerned he is. Right? If you don't have anything to steal in the house, so let them come. They're not going to find anything. The more I have, the more I'm concerned. And we're up to other benefits that he's going to talk about. Mayhem and other benefits that he's going to say that, uh, that um, are beneficial for somebody or to have who has been talking. What are the benefits that a person has? Um, it's on page Reish Pevav if you have the Hebrew one that I sent out. Umehem, right on top. Umehem. And from them, other the other benefits. Shahabaytah Belaikim, someone who trusts in Hashem, if he enu love, so that his trust in Hashem will cause it. That he doesn't have to serve and be subservient to another person. He won't pin his hopes on somebody that will take care of him. And he won't. He's not just going to say, okay, you know, this guy's going to, he's, he's going to catch my back. He has my back. If a person is not dependent on somebody else, then he doesn't have to flatter them. He doesn't have to win over their favor. And as they, in the expression when I was in yeshiva, I don't know if it's still around here, is kissing up to somebody. I don't know, is that still around? That expression? Still around. Still around. Basically, and there's different ways how you could say it, but the point is you have to always curry favor with somebody. No, if I'm not meshubed on him, even if he's giving me goodness, and obviously I'm thankful for what he's giving me, but if I'm not dependent on that, I understand that it's all from Hashem, then I don't have to resort to that. And he won't be masking, he won't give in. If someone, if, if let's say someone has a boss that he's reliant on him for parnasa and the boss wants him to do something that's maybe not so appropriate, he says, listen, I don't have to do that because I have Hashem, and I have that pitochen. He won't be concerned about getting into a quarrel with them, obviously, if there's a reason for it, because he doesn't, he's not reliant on them. They may be the ones that are giving him the money, but it's not them that he's dependent on. It's Hashem that he's dependent on. He won't, he won't say, okay, I have to give all the things that I'm giving to them, and therefore I have to actually, I'm a shubit to them, I feel like I have to, because of my hakaras atoiv. No. Your hakaras atoiv obligates you to thank them. It doesn't obligate you to go above and beyond as if to say they are the ones that are giving you the parnasa. And if a person, because of the situation that he is in, and if he has that option, if he has to give them musr, 
He doesn't have to be overly concerned with their own honor because they're the ones who are supporting him. And if he must, and this obviously is not so nagea to us because the Gemara already tells us that we should um, stay away from giving Musr or, or admonishing in a, in a way, obviously, if it's going to humiliate them. He won't have to be bashful or be concerned that maybe they're going to look at him differently. No. He's not Meshuvah to him. He doesn't have to feel like they are the ones who are giving it to him. They're perhaps the Shluch of the Rachmano. They're the message of Hashem to give him his Parnasa, whatever it may be. But he's not Meshuvah to them that they are the source for the money. That's another Mila, says the Chavez Avavis for Bitochen. Furthermore, says the Chavez Avavis, He doesn't have to lie and exaggerate on his thanks to them. Like the Navi writes in Yeshaya, It's Hashem who is helping me. And therefore, I'm not embarrassed because it's really Hashem. I'm not getting it from that person. Therefore, I made my, my face, meaning I made myself as hard as a as a chalamish uh, say in, in uh, what's it called? Um... What's the literal translation of Chalamish? Anyone? I don't know. But it means a hard item. What's that, Jacob? No, it was you know. me, uh, Aiden. I said I can Google Translate it quickly if you want. It means, it's okay. It's okay. Thank you. It means that you can look later. It means a hard, a hard, some kind of hard item. Va'eda kiloi evoish. And I know that I'm not going to be embarrassed because it's not them. If I'm the recipient, so it's like, um, you know, it's, um, what's it called? Okay, well, when a person has to receive something and get something from somebody else, they, they automatically get embarrassed. But if I'm not getting it from that person, I'm getting it from Hashem, so there's nothing to be embarrassed of. The Omar and the Navi says in Yechezkel, Altira Mehem, and we Devrehem, like Altira, don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid of what they say to you. Don't be afraid. Don't be intimidated. Don't feel that they're on a higher pedestal because you're on the receiving end. The Rebbeinu Shalom is the one who's giving it to you. That's my bitachin. Now, obviously, again, we're not saying that we should be criticizing, giving Moser, humiliating chas Shalom. But the point is that there are times when a person feels the need to go above and beyond in their respect for that person because they're receiving from that person. And although they have to have a karasatayv, but that doesn't bring them to be subservient in the sense that the other person is the source of what they gave. Maybe it's from Hashem. Va'omar. And it says, Kishamir Chazak. Mitzor Nosati Mitzchecho. Keshamir, Chazak Mitzar, stronger than a stone. Nasati Mitzchecha, I made my, the Mitzach is the forehead. Loitiro Aisam, Veloitoychas Mitnehem. And Yechezkel is echoing what we saw from Yirmiyo also, Yirmiyo, that don't be afraid of them, don't feel that you are lower than them and have to be intimidated in front of them. I'm about Bitochin, I understand. It has nothing to do with that person. You know, someone went to Baron Leib Steinman. Um, yeah, there's a fellow in Lake by the name of Itcher Rosenbaum. Itcher Rosenbaum has a company called Madison Title, which 
high he has like in I think other places are copying him. I don't know exactly what he does. Um, some kind of company. And he has in Eretz Yisrael, I think in Beit or somewhere over there, a whole um, like office building with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of from women, their husbands are sitting and learning. And they're working with They're making a good part also in a healthy, kosher environment. And he was going through a, a, a challenging financial situation. So they came to Rav Aaron Leib. So Rav Aaron Leib, so they asked Rav Aaron Leib, I'm trying to remember exactly what the words were. They asked Rav Aaron Leib, they were basically telling um, this, uh, I forgot what his name was, told Rav Aaron Leib that this Itcher Rosenbaum supports hundreds and thousands or whatever, I don't know exactly the numbers, of, of uh, family, of front families in Shad. So can you have a bracha for Hatzlach and Parnasa? To be able to afford to have these workers. So Baron Leib turned to Itcher Rosenbaum, and he said to him, he said, please tell Rabbi so-and-so, whoever this other Rav that brought him in, that Hashem does not need Itcher Rosenbaum. He could get the money to these people either way. You want a bracha for Hatzlach? Great! But it's not, it's not because of you that there is money. You're a shliach. Hashem doesn't need Itcher Rosenbaum. And the point is, now we're just going on the flip side. That as, and let's say, we were the recipients of that, of that hatava on the account of Itcher Rosenbaum. So of course it's Akar Zatayv. And of course we're, we're grateful. But on the other hand, he is not the one who's giving it. And therefore no intimidation has to come as a result of that. Umehen, and furthermore, says the Chavis Avavis, Shehaboyteach ve'eloikim, that someone who trusts Hashem, Yivi'ehu b'tchoinoi l'fanoi s'esliboy me'enyone o'elo. He'll be able to have a clear mind to think about what is really valuable in life because he's not going to be worried. Uliyachid l'vavoy l'inyone ho'avoydo. He'll be able to say, you know, I don't have to worry about my parnasa. Obviously, I have to do my eshtablis. But it's not a worry. You know, whenever... Um, my wife is worried, we'll hold it over here, whenever my wife is worried about something, not whenever, but often, I say, I'll tell you what, let's figure out what to do, but one thing I'm going to take care of, I'm going to take care of worrying. I got the worry, and because I got the worry, we'll take care of whatever we have to take care of. Worrying is, takes up a big, large portion of someone's life, so Zabta Chayim for the for now, while we're holding over here, the Maila, the benefit of a Baal Bitochen, is that he's reliant on somebody else. It's like when we have to make a decision, it's very tough to make a decision. I know for personally, I want to call a Rebbe or a Rav to make the decision because then I don't have to worry about making the decision. So I don't have to worry about my parnosa because Hashem is taking care of me. I don't have to worry about the job. Hashem is taking care of me ultimately. Therefore, that's another benefit of it. But I'll be talking and we'll hold it over here.